Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. All right, welcome back to Hot Laps. We're lap number 14. Who thought we could get here this quick, Shane? We're doing about one a week, I think. It seems like it. Yeah, Steve is out again. He is obsessed with building his... 65 f100 mm-hmm. and i guess i would be too it's a bitchin truck it's got a coyote motor uh so we're missing steve today but we're going to take the reins again and we got florida man with us patrick patrick how are you just fine staying dry on a wet and rainy day here in the sunshine state all right very good so did steve get his airbag issue uh solved with the with the truck yeah, yeah well, just yeah. it was just a loose fitting. I got it all fixed up. I thought we yeah. were going to drive around with the wood block underneath there. Uh, we can try it out one time. Solid. Just, yeah. yeah, solid. Take it on the 405. Oh, man. Well, you know why they call it the 405. for drifting. Why? They call it the 405 because it takes four or five hours to get anywhere. Oh, yeah. But not right now. It's only like a 10-mile freeway. Yeah, not right now. You can fly on there. Uh, yeah it's funny you talk about that you know all my experience is driving in california so my parents live on the other side of the state from me it's about two two and a half hours typically it's a little over 200 miles to cross the state i can get there two two and a half hours and, and when i do it sometimes i think about if i was doing that same length of journey in in southern california how how much longer would it take me oh yeah double or triple yeah you'd Easy. be screwed yeah before i uh worked here i <clears throat> if I had to be in L.A. from San Diego, which is like, what, about 115 miles? Mm-hmm. I would normally leave the house in San Diego about 4.45 to get there by roughly 8 o'clock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, once you get past Camp Pendleton, it's it's, it's rough. It's a whole nother game. So <clears throat> It's rough. All right, so today we're going to just talk about a few different things. This will be a short one, but we're going to go over some uh, relevant topics here to our uh, heat shield. So we're going to talk about exhaust wrap today and uh, some of the common mistakes that people make while wrapping their pipe. And maybe Shane can take us through a little bit of his install knowledge about how to fold the piece and what side the sewn side should be on, Mm. etc. We're going to talk about cleaning surfaces before you put on sticky shield or anything that we have that has adhesive because i think that's pretty important Mm -hmm. uh, especially for people right now doing builds where you know they may be putting it on a car that has some dirt in the area so we'll get your thoughts and patrick's thoughts on cleaning that Uh, and then lava shield um, not only how it makes things look cool but how it also keeps things cool Mm -hmm. and then we're going to hit some uh non- product related things and i'm kind of interesting to hear uh what everybody's answers are here but um we're gonna ask shane if he's ever seen the movie shane and we're gonna talk about what it's been like at the heat shield headquarters and lastly we're gonna discuss hamburger toppings so (laughs) get ready are you ready you don't look happy i'm ready you don't like hamburgers? Huh? You well, like hamburgers? I love hamburgers. Oh, you do? I was just thinking of my favorite topping. It's uh, right over here around the corner. Which one's that? Freddy's. 
Oh, Shane loves Freddy's. All right, so here we go. Uh, exhaust wrap. Some common mistakes. Patrick, go ahead, kick it off. All right, so we've you know right now we're we've got a, a sale going on with exhaust wrap and uh, Summit Racing, and I've done a few exhaust wrap installs and and often get questions about installation, you know, from people to the social media channels and also. Just when seeing stuff all around, we watch people installing exhaust wrap and witness the occasional cringeworthy moment. <laughs> so I think I think it's worth it to you know say, okay guys, here we go. And, and also specific to Heat Shield products, some advantages our exhaust wrap has versus you know the competition. Like take the lava wrap for instance, where a lot of a lot of your typical exhaust wraps, you have to like soak it in water before you try to go install it. Whereas lava wrap, you just you give it a spritz with a spray bottle full of water and you're pretty much ready to go. What What's your thought on dipping? Because I remember that last time we went down to throttle. Yeah, I don't. Mickey threw that whole thing into the into a, into bucket. a bucket. Yeah. yeah. And that's the way he likes to do it. And it seemed to heat. He, I mean, dude, nobody's going to knock his skills on how to no, install I think it's, wrap. It can come down to preference to some degree. Um, I don't usually get anything wet. Um, but... It, Wetting it will help keep down the the fibers from the floating around and you breathing them in. But I usually just wear a mask, so that's not a problem. Um, but uh, it it can help a little bit. But I you know I think as far as like a bucket, I think it's kind of overkill. I think like what Patrick's saying, you could just do a little spritz and you're good to go. So technically, that's not really a common mistake. So it's preference when it comes to water. Yeah. But if you don't want a big mess, then maybe a you know a Napa spray bottle or yeah, something like that little. you could throw on there as you uh, as you go. But yeah. maybe a common mistake looking at that is you got to wear some protection. Just like uh, how they hose down uh, when they do a demolition site and they have a lot of uh, water going onto it to try to minimize the dust. It's kind of the same. Yeah, that's good. Now, what about wrapping it? I mean, what what kind of pitfalls are you, do you see if somebody's wrapping a pipe? Uh, maybe some of the things you haven't seen. Maybe it's overlap. I don't know. Uh, prob- well, probably the most common thing is not cleaning your pipe. We did a funny video about yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, if you don't clean a pipe, it's soaked with oil or anything, any contaminants that may be flammable. Um, you're most likely going to get some smoke. Yeah. Um, uh, and you may get some fire. Right. So, you know, if you if you like smoke and fire, then don't clean it. <laughs> but, you know, if you don't want that to happen, um, you know, you definitely want to clean them really well before you wrap them up. Patrick, any thoughts from that could that could even go for any well, like a, any sleeving that you're going to put on any like lines, any any wiring, any, anything where uh, where you just don't want to get to get trapped in there. Right. Well, and, now, and going to that point, Shane, and I'm sure we can revisit this talking to, talking about sticky shield later, too, is when you are cleaning your headers what are you using to clean them you know oh yeah something that's not going to leave behind a residue of any sort or whatnot or you know that that could play a role later on once it starts heat cycling yeah just yeah you just want to hose it down with some brake clean good just, good solvent based cleaner yeah because yeah, it evaporates yeah <clears throat> all right what about now wrapping I mean, talk take me through the starting of the wrap you're gonna i know you're I, i'm not a, i have I haven't done it I know you've done it a bunch of times. I'm more of an armor guy when it comes down to it, but you you start it with a fold, right? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people forget that part. Um, when you when you start your wrap, you want to do like a at the in, fold in two corners, so you have sort of like a sort of like a triangle at the end. 
and then start from there. And then when you get to the very end, you want to kind of do the same thing. Um, you want to kind of like fold those under, and then uh, you'll keep the fraying down because they'll it'll they'll fray, and you know depending on what type of uh, wrap you have, it may fray more than others. I just point out too that we I mean there's a lot of videos on our YouTube and yeah, uh, Blake Wilkie is does a pretty long pipe. They wrap it down at their shop. Well, yeah, it's, it's an older video, but. That's, it shows you how easy it is. Yeah, it's not difficult. I mean, all of our wraps come with instructions. You know, if, you know, if you're that kind of person that wants to throw them away, well, watch some of the videos. But you know, if you read the instructions, they're all pretty. It's pretty easy to understand. I'm an instruction thrower awayer. Yeah. Shane, on the on the cut e on the the end part of the wrap, you know, to prevent the fraying. Where do you, you know, what about uh, spraying? You know, with a little bit of uh, clear coat. Yeah, we do that sometimes here. What, uh, on the fraying, you know, what, uh, like, what about that that method to help cut down on fraying? Yeah, for sure. Um, if uh, if you want to get a good cut, you can just spray a little bit of like uh, engine paint, the clear, on there. Let it dry, and then when you cut, it'll it'll keep everything from fraying pretty pretty good. And use a sharp pair of scissors. Yeah, scissors. Yeah, sharp scissors help. Yeah, you don't want to be trying to. I mean. Not with two butter knife scissors. Yeah, you'll <laughs> yeah you'll you'll get yeah. nowhere. You'll just make a mess. Yeah, so sharpen up. Yeah, scissors from second grade art class. Yeah, so yeah, don't borrow your kids' scissors. They won't work. Yeah, so you fold over the edge and then you're gonna secure it with a tie, right? Yeah, and then as you tighten it, I mean, I've seen you kind of maybe adjust it a little bit. Is that yeah tighten yeah. it up on yeah, the pipe? Yeah, you kind of try to kind of keep tension on it as you go. You know, if you got a loose spot, you can always grab the wrap that's already on there and kind of. You know, sort of like you're tightening a bolt, I guess, and kind of uh, take out some of the slack. Now, if you have to go around, let's say, like a O2 sensor mm -hmm. or anything in there, what's the idea? I mean, should you cover it and then cut it, or just kind of nah, wrap around? Yeah, it? you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, you okay. wouldn't cut once you're once you're into your wrap. I wouldn't make any cuts in the middle of the wrap. Okay. I would just kind of go around a little bit. You'll have a little spot where you maybe can't cover it so well, but you know, that's just the way it is. And then once you get to, let, let's say, like the pipe expands into two different pipes, mm -hmm. when do you – do you just continue to wrap both pipes um, or if, do you – If the pipes are close together, yeah, you can just wrap both pipes all in one. Okay. Um, if they're, um, if they're uh, far enough apart where you could maybe get some between there, you might go – just keep going and go down one pipe and then restart again uh, with a new piece on the other pipe. Hmm. All right. Um. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, I was gonna say something. It's probably brilliant. Now I've just forgotten it. Yep. Dang it! <laughs> I have that problem all the time. Well, we're all getting older. <laughs> yeah. Once I hit forty, I can't remember anything. Oh yeah. What's your name again? You forgot too. Well, let's just go with Chris. I, my middle name's Chris. We'll both be Chris. That way we can't forget. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Yeah, the old money Python skip. Yeah. Uh, we'll just call you Bruce. It'll make it easier. Yeah. Call everybody Bruce. Yeah. All right, let's shift into uh, Sticky Shield because we sell a lot of Sticky Shield. Um, yeah. Oh, oh Chris. Yes. One, one more thing on the exhaust wrap. Patrick, I, I'd like Patrick to hear please raise your hand. About. Patrick, please raise your hand if you'd like to speak. Go ahead. <laughs> is um the overlap when you're when you're applying the wrap and and how much overlap and and how to set that up right for both you know wrap functionality and also how much wrap you've got so you can wrap a whole header well uh well we have different size wraps so i usually go with like 25 percent because we have wrap that's one inch two inch 
four inch, six inch. So, you know, it depends on which one you're using, but I usually try to go for like a 25% of the, the width as an overlap. So normally we sell two inch. We mm -hmm. sell a lot of two inch. Mm -hmm. So you're saying 25%. Yeah, about, about half inch, give or take. Okay. Does that answer your question, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think because uh, a lot of people, you know, that's it's, it's <clears throat> you know, that width and someone who buys a roll that we know would would last and, and should cover one whole header and they start wrapping and they're they're getting too much overlap and they're like, hey, I only got through, yeah, you know, half and, and all the rolls gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to follow the formula if you want it to all work out. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of which, that's on our website. You yeah. can actually it's scroll an exhaust down. Wrap calculator. Yeah. Yes. There's a, a calculator that kind of gives you a rough idea mm -hmm. of how much you may need um, on that. So yes, something to check out. There's also an armor calculator if we're talking, you know, covering pipes because that's another yeah. way to yeah. do it. And then definitely, I think the the last thing to speak on that is. It's probably a lot easier if you can take your pipe off when you're wrapping it, right? Uh, yeah, well, if it's just an exhaust pipe, uh, uh, that that's pretty easy. You can probably do that underneath, but you know, and still on. But if you're doing maybe a header or something like that, it might be easier to take it off. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, except just be prepared. When we did Coles Fifty Seven, that was at SEMA. I, I was the one wrapping the pipes, uh, and it, it was the set of slip fit headers on the big block that was in that thing, and getting them back in the car on. <laughs> That was uh, uh, that was a tad bit of an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> challenge. Yeah, Cole had some amusing moments watching me fight with that one. <laughs> I know why you look so different today, why? and maybe I forgot your name, huh? Dude, you looked like ten years younger. Oh yeah. What'd you do? I had a little facelift on the side here. Facelift. <laughs> it looks like you shaved all that scruff off your yeah. face. Yeah. Here, you guys want to come in for a close up? Is, is it like the beginning of the Huey Lewis uh, video when he dips his face in the sink full of ice water? Oh, yeah, it could be. I mean, Shane looks 20 right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, sticky shield. I don't think, you know, when you're talking about cleaning a surface, mm -hmm. I mean, with the sticky shield there, I don't think it's a situation of flammable. I think it's a situation of, like, of longevity, it, of, it, of right? adhesion, yeah. So, yeah, you just want to get it, it super clean, you know, whatever you're putting it on, especially if you're doing a, one of our IM shields on uh, one of your one of your intakes. Uh, definitely want to have that thing clean. And you're solving a choice? Uh, brake clean. Man, you like brake clean. Yeah, brake clean. Is it I, how got, like, I got, like, 20 cans at home. I spray it on everything. Is it how it makes you feel after you spray it? Oh, I love the smell. That's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, about the only thing better than brake clean is MEK, but the MEK has a little little few side effects that you got to be careful of. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, Shane doesn't need to lose any more brain cells. No, he's the smartest guy I know, though. Yeah. Besides you, Patrick, yeah. you're pretty damn smart. I I have my moments. We all do. Yeah. So I also have other moments where people wonder if I'm brain damaged. So. Hey, the other thing I want to say about Sticky Shield mm -hmm. is when you apply it, you remember when you were a kid? Well, uh -huh. I remember when I was a kid and you get a skateboard and, you know, you get a sticker and you wanted to make sure that thing went down with no bubbles. Uh -huh. The video that's up on YouTube right now, how to uh -huh. uh, use Sticky Shield, and we went down to the Eisenhower Brothers. You did not get to go with yeah. me on that one. But if you look, I just start to peel off and put on certain sections and then pull the paper off as we go down instead of just taking the whole thing off and sticking it down yeah. 
Um, I think that that's a really good way to to get that on there, and that way you can kind of massage the. Yeah, you take yeah you take some of the backing paper off, just to kind of peel it down. You uh, get yourself lined up. You stick that maybe corner down on whatever you're doing it on, yeah. and then you pull from underneath, and you know kind of keep it li- aligned as you're going. Yeah, I can always remember just trying to get that sticker perfect oh, on my yeah. skateboard back. <laughs> The old days. I got a bubble. Yeah, exactly. And you'd have to get in there with a, with a little pin and try and, to yeah, exactly. poke the air out. Yeah. So when laying that down, it's important, obviously, to have the template right. But don't mm. just peel the thing off and throw it on because uh, you're going to be pretty bummed. Because once that thing, those things down, the yeah, adhesive, it's, it's a, that's a strong adhesive. Yeah, it is. So the moral of the story is make sure this section's clean. Yeah. And then. Spick and span. Get some brake cleaner, clean it again, mm-hmm. and wipe it down. Make sure there's no residue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially if you're doing a firewall or trans tunnel or something like that. Um, in the Eisenhower Brothers case, we, you know, we were putting it on brand new panels, so mm-hmm. it was really nice. Didn't have to yeah. get dirty on that and just and just slapped it up. Um, but, yeah, it's just important there for the adhesive, not necessarily um. having – bad stuff behind it because it's a radiant shield yeah just making sure it stays down and it's going to stay down for a long long time yeah now on uh shane on uh one thing that i I mean i run into personally when i've been applying sticky shield i've seen other people ask us questions about is the trick to peeling off the cover of the adhesive backing oh yeah yeah yeah. well chris has a trick and i have a trick i i kind of like chris's trick um uh, but what i use is a i just use a utility knife and my reading glasses because i can't really see good so if you can't see small stuff you better get some glasses so uh, i get in there and i try to separate the backing paper from the adhesive with the sharp edge of the blade and that usually does the trick i do but it if, a little yeah different. with your if you're going to try to do it with your fingers your fingernails whatever it's it's it'll be a little difficult I and mean, we you know we get every now and then uh someone complaining about they um they bought some sticky shield and they pulled off the backing paper, and they didn't have any adhesive. What's up? Yeah, they, well, they basically just pulled the came, adhesive off. Came off with the backing paper. So my trick. But we have we have a video on our YouTube channel. Yeah, and shows then, you how to do that. And the I think anytime we do sticky mm-hmm. shield on a project outside of the warehouse, we normally try to throw. Yeah, that we down usually as try to throw tip. that in as a tip just to really get it out there because it's you know it's it can be a problem. So for me, I take. The in outside yeah, corner. Yeah, he, he goes the other way with the blade. I go in with just the tip of the blade here and then Check, start to peel it off. Catch it, yeah. And then once you can catch it at the corner, you can obviously not catch it down here because you're trying to pull too yeah. much surface area off. But if you can catch it down here and get that going. Just get started so you can pull it up. That's the way I yeah. end up doing it. I don't know which way is better. Maybe, maybe we should have a race. I don't know. I don't know. I'll maybe. probably win. You probably will win. <laughs> so yeah, that's a check that out on YouTube because we actually have a video on how to do that, and uh, that's the Shane method. Yeah. And the Chris method is on the new Eisenhower video that's up right now. Yeah. Lava shield. Um. It looks cool, mm-hmm. and it keeps your car cool, and the reason for that is it, it's a reflective heat shield, uh, but it's got like a carbon fiber look. Um, very popular. We have it in two different thicknesses. So something to remember if you're 
uh, doing something with a lot more heat, you want to get the thicker version. Uh, the weave is a little bit tighter, um, and it's going to last you a little bit longer, especially when you get that heat. One inch is a good uh, air gap for, yeah. for the lava. And if you didn't want to do something that was reflective like aluminum color with the sticky shield, because we tell you, hey, you can paint the armor because the hot side is is the insulation yeah and it's not really radiating but you can't paint the sticky shield and expect it to do what it's supposed to do because it's a radiant heat shield but you have the op option with lava if you're looking for something darker um we did that on the uh gremlin build for sema we did um we did it on uh couple of hoods a lot of guys like to use it under hoods what are they using for paint um no they're not painting it it's just they're putting it the lava shield under the hood to oh, keep the heat oh. from coming up maybe on a carbon fiber hood oh. but they don't want like when you open the hood it, they, they don't want the silver they don't yeah. want to be blinded yeah, by it i got gotcha. you you know what i'm saying um but it's it's really good stuff it, again it the trick there is again remember it's a textile mm -hmm. it's not aluminum like the sticky shield so we also do have a pro tip when it comes to cutting the lava shield and that is using a little bit of super glue on the corners to keep that all together right yeah on the edges on the edges yeah. yes and yeah, a small bead and um they have some new uh i noticed some new super glues that are more like a gel type uh, that might make it easier to run a, like a bead around the edge too we should probably try to try that out and film I it. I was thinking the same thing. Get the get somebody to watch that. But, yeah, the uh, again, it's a radiant heat shield like the sticky shield, but it's going to be darker. It almost looks like our lava wrap. Well, it's the same material. Yeah, it's basalt. It's same, yeah. um, I'm looking around to see if we have any. But, you it's know, at the end of the day, um, the lava is kind of cool because if you wanted to theme your car, we have so many different lava series yeah. so exhaust wrap we have a lava header armor we have lava starter we La have lava tube lava tube we have a lot of lava stuff so you can really theme your engine if that's what you were after mm -hmm. um but it looks cool because it's basalt and uh you know it's it's really good stuff mm -hmm. um hey chris isn't there something with the the lava shield on application and and there might be this too for the sticky shield i can't remember as far as when you're looking to apply it to either a fiberglass surface or and and a, or a carb and or a carbon fiber surface something about the finish or prep uh, on the surface and you should or shouldn't do a stick on product yeah i think we get a call on that probably once or twice a week and we have that on the website is look you can't put it on rough surfaces. Yeah. So I think what happens is yeah. people think rough is bumpy. Mm -hmm. And you got to remember, like, you don't want pits and valleys, that kind of stuff. But if it's relatively smooth, it yeah. should be no problem. Yeah, smooth. If you can see some shine to it, like, you can see the epoxy on the other side. What we're, what we're really trying to refer to, and I remember this, uh, if you're looking at, like, a fiberglass boat, Sometimes they don't finish certain things like underneath the hull, yeah. and you have uh, almost you, you, like a you, fiber. You that's can see the fibers yeah. to some degree, yeah. 
obviously you just can't put it on there because it's going to tear the fiber. Yeah. But if you have a relatively smooth area, uh, no pr- and clean, yeah, you, there's going to be no problem. If you need to add a little bit of adhesive to get into some of those areas that need to be filled a little bit better, uh, trim adhesive, mm-hmm. right? The 3M mm-hmm. 77 spray uh, will work as well mm-hmm. on top of the adhesive. But, yeah, we get that question a lot, and it comes down to rough surface. Yeah. And rough is pretty darn rough. Yeah. So, um, I, and I would almost venture to say, like, rough or loose. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had something that's going to be loose... But think of, uh, like, a rhino lining on a car, how people kind of rhino line. Yeah. And it's – and it's that's a rough surface, but it's relatively smooth. So it would stick to that with a little bit of help. Yeah. But yeah. If, if it was crumbly, then – Yeah, where you could almost, like, take your fingernail and kind of agitate it and yeah. pull, off, pull off fibers. Yeah, you're yeah, going to have you're, trouble. You're not going to be able to ad- adhere very well to that. <laughs> yeah, but that's a great question because we do get that one quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, the websites, it's not like it's misleading, but you have to make sure that you cover all your bases. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that people call and email us and ask yeah. about that because, yeah, I mean, y- you could find a situation where you're not going to get it stuck down. Mm-hmm. But so answer that. P- Patricio? Yep. Oh, no. Yep. That's that's perfect. All right, is it your nap time, Patrick? Nap no, time. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> even even though right now this is like actually really great wet, great nap weather because it's rainy, it's it's dark and you know. Yeah. But hey, there's work to be done and it's, people that need help right now. So you're having great video game weather right now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's why I I kind of get scared about firing up the Xbox sometimes and kind of going down that rabbit hole where it's like, oh, I'll just play for a little bit, you know, and then four or five hours later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to get Fallout 76 and join us. You act like oh. you play now. Huh? You act like you play well, now. Well, that's the only one that all three of us play together. Well, that is true, yeah. I, I still haven't <clears throat> finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I haven't oh, either. You haven't finished that? No. Oh, my gosh. You, we get to talk offline. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Some non-heat shield stuff. Um, Shane. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Shane? Shane, come back. Yes, I've seen it. You know, my I've seen I've seen it uh, quite a few times, but the last time I saw it was a while ago. When my son, who's sixteen, uh-huh. was can, younger. Can you name the actor who played Shane? Alan Ladd. Oh God. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. a good one. How about the kid? Can anybody name the kid? I can't. Nah. The, the sad thing about that kid is I think he was killed in a car accident. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, later, that's in, too bad. later on in life. Uh-huh. He was a great now, guy. Now, can you also, do you know who Alan Ladd's son was and his claim to fame, note to fame, in the movie industry? Um, Was he married to Cheryl Ladd? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, what is it? So, Alan Ladd Jr. was the head of 20th Century Fox, and he was the one who supported and signed on George Lucas to do Star Wars. Oh, Oh, no way. No wonder why he knows so much about that. Lucky him. So, yeah, he he was the one that basically convinced the studio execs 
we need to give this guy some money to make this movie. Well, bless that man's heart. <laughs> we all love those movies. Well, go back to Shane because that's that was a gem of a movie. And I was trying to tell you is that do you remember when Will, who is my mm-hmm. older son, was a little guy? Mm-hmm. He he loves cowboys and he still does. And Shane is you know obviously there's that's right. Know, Didn't he go around with a hat, some boots, and had a little a little holster with a little, oh yeah. little cap gun all the time? Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's locked and loaded <laughs> all, at all times. But um, <clears throat> he used to think you were. The guy oh, the guy, because <laughs> that was my name. And he would say, "Come back, Shane," yeah, uh, when you'd leave the house, or we'd see you guys out, funny. or whatever. But that's uh, funny. yeah, that's yeah, that was classic, and that is probably one of my favorite movies. And and it reminds me of my dad, who's passed away now. But uh, we would watch that uh, every Christmas Eve, Shane, mm-hmm. and that's just a gem. And I got many, many lines from that movie, um, but. That's for mm-hmm. a different show. Yeah. I love, but I love that movie. That's awesome. And uh, you, go, Patrick. I was going to say you asked. So the the name of the actor who played the boy, mm. who played uh, Joey, his name was Brandon DeWild. And you were right. He was killed in a car accident on the way to the hospital to visit his wife who just had surgery. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was sad, t- sad times. He, yeah, bummer. he was also in HUD with Paul Newman. Uh-huh. And then he was in a movie called In Harm's Way with John Wayne. And he was, a lot of people considered him to be a, a very promising up-and-coming actor. Uh, and if anybody's wondering, I don't know this stuff right off the top of my head, so I use the IMDB app, Internet <laughs> Movie Database app. <laughs> Not a sponsor. To look up a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, next one. Real quick question. Mm-hmm. Hamburger toppings. What's your go-to? I really like that um, that jalapeno uh, fried fried dip stuff that they have at Freddy's. The jalapeno fry yeah. sauce? Yeah, I'll just <laughs> lather that all over my burger. Say that again? <laughs> <laughs> now, when I'm thinking toppings, I'm thinking like chili or <laughs> cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you – if if there was oh, one, you're t- oh, you're t- yeah, you're, so, oh, you're talking about topping, not I guess not spreads, right? It's got to be spread more than topping. Yeah, so cheese is cheese, okay? And okay, toppings. I would assume that anything on a burger. Toppings. Here's uh, toppings for me. I like. Uh, oh, I'll, okay. I'll go with a fat burger topping. Mm. Fried eggs. Yeah, um, that's always good. Uh, lettuce, tomato, pickle, and I think for that for that uh, combo. Uh, um, tiny bit of ketchup and a lot of ma- a lot of mustard. No mayo. I don't, I don't know if they do mayo on theirs. I can't remember. Yeah. If it was me, I'm I'm a big uh, big fan of bacon. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, they have bacon on that too. Yeah. So bacon. If I'm making cheeseburgers at home, with egg and bacon. It's mustard, mm-hmm. bacon, cheese, and that's it. Oh, that's it. That's all I put on there. Now, if we're that out in the good. desert and we get. You know, a little bit crazy uh-huh. with the chili. Uh-huh. I don't mind having a little bit of chili on the burger. Yeah. And I, you know, being from California, I don't mind guacamole on there, too. Oh, but yeah. the avocado's got to come from our mm. trees out in front of the house. But uh, mm. that's where I'm at. Patrick, you probably do, yeah. like, cheese whiz because you're on the East Coast. <laughs> well, you know, no, that, see, that's a Philly thing. So you got to because of Philly cheesesteak. So you squeeze cheese. You know, that's up, up north, you know. There's strange people that live up there. It is kind of funny being out in California. Carpet baggers. The, the, <laughs> the burger toppings that are that 
are pretty common out there. You don't see a whole lot of, you know, down here in the South. Um, but I said, I, I, I'm typically, I like, I like the, you know, lettuce, tomato, pickle, a uh, little bit of onion. Like I prefer, I prefer diced onion on my burgers as opposed to like a whole, whole onion. Yeah. Like some places do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I was thinking about that. Too, is I, I go a little more simplistic with my toppings. I kind of in the same way with pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see all these burgers today, and it's like, oh, the, the such-and-such burger, and, like, so the patty's this thick, and there's, like, this much in toppings yeah. on top of the patty. And and I look at some of these crazy burgers, I'm like, how do you eat that? You, you, need, to, you need to be like a snake with a dislocatable you know, jaw to get your mouth over the hamburger. Here's the thing, though. If it's this thick of toppings and it's other kinds of meat, you just gotta I'm go down. And squash it down. If it's, if it's a bunch of extra toppings— mm-hmm. And it's ham or ham. Mm-hmm. If it's ham or if it's bacon mm-hmm. or God forbid, like roast beef or something on top of the turkey. Yeah, I call, I'm in yeah. all day. But if it's this much lettuce, tomato, pickles, I don't yeah. do onions. Yeah, Chris doesn't like onions. Oh my God, no, man, I, that will ruin my day. Quickly. And he can't take Zantac anymore because it causes cancer. Yeah, I'm down. I'm saying Patrick can't either. Yeah. Do do do. Oh no, I I can I can take it. <laughs> I have a little convenient. I have a little mom and pop convenience store in the neighborhood by my house, and they've got a couple of cartons of Zantac that are still on the shelf. They did pull them off. So every oh. now and then I buy a couple awesome. and I grab the stash away for emergencies because nothing works as good as that. Yeah, man. So and, and you know what it's like when you're getting acid reflux at the wrong, well, I mean, pretty much at any time, but it always seems to happen at the most inconvenient times. You want the fastest thing possible to yeah, knock that yeah. out. Like I a, thought it was like a, a beer. fire in your chest. Isn't that just you drink a beer? Huh? Don't you just drink a beer? That just makes it worse. Oh, yeah. Is that your phone, Shane? Yeah. Silent your cell but, phones. It's like a movie in here. I, who I think one it? one of the interesting things I've gotten into in the last few years I like as a burger topping is some blue cheese. Put some Ooh. blue cheese on top of the burger, melted blue cheese with some bacon, and uh, and that, that that's good. really good. Yeah. That and must... then they used to – do you guys remember um, – oh, nuts. It was the Irish theme um, restaurant chain that was all over the place up until a few years ago when they went out of business. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Did we have a oh, here? Nuts. Not, not, um, not sticking out. What the... No, that's a local place. That's good stuff. It, anyway, um, and they had a deal where they had, it was a blue bacon blue cheeseburger with a Guinness glaze on top of it that was really good. Sounds good. Wow. I wonder if you could recreate that at home. I wonder... I've, thought, I've thought about maybe trying that. I wonder how they made their Guinness glaze. What was that? Speaking of hamburger joints, I was mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, and some Guinness. What do you think? No, no, oh. for a, for the glaze, maybe. Are you now, a big you, cook? You, huh? Are you like a big time cook? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just a good detective. Because your wife's lasagna is to die for. Mm-hmm. But I've never gone to your house and like had you made any food. No, I don't. I don't cook. Yeah, I don't have any skills in the kitchen. Well, I just got to tell Except you, except for cleaning it. <laughs> I got to tell you, I just got a Traeger. And it's pretty season cool. Season the grill, son. We got to season the uh-huh. grill, son. And it's pretty cool. Like, I went uh, Monday night. I uh-huh. cooked hamburgers and bacon at the same time. Oh, yeah. And because it's not a direct flame, 
And I know there's people out there that are going to say, hey, you know, you got to do it with charcoal versus this, that, and the other. I'm just looking for convenience. But you can cook bacon, Mm -hmm. and you can do your cheeseburgers at the same time, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Before that, we did, uh, like, some twice-baked mashed potatoes. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like grilling on an on an oven, really. Yeah. So I thought that was, I was pretty excited about that. And mm. I think this weekend, I'm gonna try a whole chicken on there. Yeah, why not? Not well, one from my egg. Not not one of your chickens. No, 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 not <laughs> one of mine. Yeah. But uh, if my kids are listening, you know, we're not gonna kill one of our chickens to yeah. cook it. Not yet. It's not come to that yet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna give that a shot. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. So, uh, maybe I'll share with you too. Some pictures of burgers going on. So. Cool. Now, speaking of the burger thing, because you guys are being out in California, mm-hmm. so obviously there's In-N-Out Burger, the best. and you know how that's kind of a nationwide phenomenon. I know I like going to In-N-Out when I come out there, but mm-hmm. you know there's people who say, ah, you know, In-N-Out's good, but like Fat Burger's better, or there's a couple other chains that people actually say are kind of better than In-N-Out Burger. You know, and you guys being in the epicenter there, what's your take on that? Well, we had in and out yesterday. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to beat. Yeah, um, I gotta tell you that. Well, currently, myself, uh, these guys tease me for it, but I, I haven't been eating do, out. Do, 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 I've been eating do, out at all because I'm afraid do, 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 someone do. working there might be sick and getting my food contaminated. You know, they talk about this touch free, contact free stuff. But, and those guys look but, like but, they're in Breaking yeah, but, Bad. Uh, when we go, yeah, when we go through the drive through at In and Out, you can see inside all the windows, just like at all of them usually, and they're all masked up. They're all gloved up you know they're pretty much all head to toe covered up so i I think they're pretty safe and you just can't not get your grilled on cannot yeah can't not say no to a burger from in and out yeah that's how we get shane you know normally he comes here (laughs) shane is a very if you guys don't know this shane is a creature of habit he comes to work every day with one coke 12 ounce can that he drinks exactly at 11 (laughs) o'clock and when he is (laughs) drinking that he will yell out coke time okay (laughs) he comes to work i think like he steals from his kids but he's got one or two encrustables Mm -hmm. and he's got a handful of snacks and that's what he eats but that's why he looks that way and that's why i look this way because i'm eating del taco (laughs) and carl's jr and wendy's every day yeah it's bad and Shane is a like a creature yeah, of habit. Yeah, I don't mind going out to eat, but not not every day. Every so often, he drives. His, he drives the same way home every day, and if it's raining, he won't go that way because it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. But well, not for me, but for other people. That's why I love yeah. him because he's a, he's <laughs> you, you know what he's doing. Yeah. Wednesdays he mows his lawn, or Thursdays. Saturday, no, I try to be unpredictable with that one. Saturdays or Sundays he's cleaning his car. Uh, not usually. I try to skip. No? Uh, sometimes on the weekends. I try to skip that stuff. I try to not do any, any heavy-duty chores on the weekends. Dude, your car That's is sitting rest. next to my truck outside, uh-huh. or your forerunner uh-huh. is sitting at next. And mine looks like it should be in a junkyard, and it looks like yours should be on a showroom <laughs> floor. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. That's a desert truck. Yeah. It does what it's supposed to. It, it hauls a yeah. trailer and gets us to the desert. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Shane's a creature habit, and I got off topic there, but anyway. Um. Let's, that made me think of something funny, um, just just discussing the habits and whatnot, is used to work with a guy at Crane Cams, 
who had been there forever. He actually started there in the mid-60s, a little bit after my dad did. And his breakfast every day for decades was a bottle of chocolate milk, mm-hmm. like a reasonable serving size of chocolate milk. Mm. And it was one or two York peppermint patties. Oh, oh what a gosh. weird combo. The peppermint <laughs> and the chocolate. Does he eat the peppermint patties before the chocolate milk? Or after? During. Oh, during? Oh, weird. That's like uh, that's like brushing your teeth and drinking Coke at the same time. Coke time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you ever drink Coke? Coke time, huh? You're, you're, yeah, there it is. Do you ever drink Pepsi? Oh, yeah, I'll drink Pepsi. I don't care. Man, I know you guys got 7-Up at the house. 7-Up? Uh, no, we don't really have any soda at the house. No? No. And you're, Coke. you're off Gatorade, right? Yeah, I don't drink Gatorade anymore. For years, Shane think, drank Gatorade. I think, I think that caused my kidney stone. <laughs> yeah, for years. <laughs> For years, Shane drank Gatorade. My massive kidney stone that wouldn't pass. And when I worked at um, Coke, I used to give him a hard time, but yeah, but yeah, that was. Um, yeah, I drink. I drink more water now, mostly water. Water's good. Yeah, except for your eleven o'clock, Coke time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should talk about on a later subject. You know, we're on the food. If we bring up the culinary topics again. The mystery of Jack in the Box tacos. Oh, they're so good. Everybody, There's no everybody mystery. loves them. It's it's grease in between <laughs> a tortilla. Everybody loves them. You, you, they they may order nothing else from Jack in the Box. Yeah, that's but, true. But they love the tacos. And you can get two for a dollar nineteen. Yeah. It, so uh, if you're on, I the, thought they were cheaper. Well, yeah. Now they went up. If you're on a budget. Uh-huh. Yeah, they used to be ninety nine cents. Yeah, for two. Yep. It used to be ninety nine cents for two. It's a dollar nineteen uh-huh. now. Now that's different than the monster taco. Yeah. The monster taco is is uh and if you're Catholic you can get the the Jack in the Box tacos on Fridays the, during Lent the small ones huh the small ones yeah yeah because the they're made from soy yeah soy based yeah so we hit we hit during Lent we always hit the Jack's tacos mm-hmm. so well I think that's about all the time we got right now and uh, thanks for listening and uh, yeah. if you find any of the content that we are spitting out of our mouths. Interesting. Leave us a, leave us a review. Yeah, leave good us, or bad. Leave us a comment. We yeah. Let we don't us care know if it's so, good or bad. Yeah, let we, us know. We like that, feedback. Let us know at least one person's listening. Yeah, but uh, that's all we got for today, Patrick. Hey, thank you for coming on again. Um, we look forward always to seeing you. And um, just a little tidbit for everybody. I, we're gonna do a little bit of a different series on our youtube with patrick and some of the random things that he sees uh and videos and i think you're going to enjoy it they're you know they're um they're just i don't want to say odd but they're just different you know and um <laughs> be and, afraid be very afraid and i'm looking forward to that shane you had something to say uh where can people uh email if they have uh some suggestions for our podcast shane great question cuz yeah. steve normally covers that it's yeah. podcast yeah. at heatshieldproducts.com thank you or you can go on our website and there's a uh if you wanted to ask a general question it's not even for the podcast but if you had a question like a tech question you can always go on the website or it's tech at Mm -hmm. heatshieldproducts.com and one of us will get back to you asap normally the same day yeah normally within 15 or 20 minutes or less Mm mm-hmm uh, unless it's on a weekend and we're not here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're here for you guys. And, uh, again, thank you for listening. Check out the website because we just updated a bunch of stuff on the website. Mm-hmm. Check out our Instagram because we're always putting promos that are 
uh, people are running, our distributors yeah, are running. Random stuff of uh, brake checks and our little yeah. DC shoes cart. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've we got a, we've got again. a little electric cart that we uh, that lives some of its life at DC shoes. If anybody knows where that. Yeah, from. and check us out on YouTube because we have been trying our darndest to get the content on there with a lot of knowledge and a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. like us catching a pipe on fire. Oh yeah, um, or everybody. Know, Everybody likes a goofball, right? Yeah, I think so. And well, we got the Eisen- almost everybody. Eisenhower brothers are going to be on for the next uh, about four weeks here, yeah. and uh, so we look forward to you guys watching that and leaving us comments on that again. So, yeah. thanks again for yeah. listening. Thank you for watching, and thank you for watching. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks, Patrick. Have a thanks, goodie. guys. Everyone have a good one. Yeah, see you later, Patrick. Bye. Good talking to you. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time, right here on Hot Laps.